Hi everyone, welcome to You Scream Ice Cream, where I talk about life and parenting without any sugar coating. Today I have a special guest with me, one of my Instagram best friends, <laughs> Jocelyn. Hi. You know, it's so funny you say that because when I really think about it, that's kind of true. Like, we've never even met, but I do consider you close in terms of just yeah. daily content and inspiration and all of that. So, yeah. Hi, I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> do you want to tell the listeners a couple things about yourself? Sure. So, I mean, we know each other through Instagram. So I am on Instagram. I am um, live fit and fun. And I live in Hawaii. And I am a first time new mom, just like you. Yes. (laughs) And I don't know, we just kind of got this bond because I had my baby and like literally what, like uh, weeks after me, you had yours. And so we were kind of on this you know, fitness, pregnancy journey together, and yeah, and so that's that's just kind of where my passions are. I'm a first-time mom. I love to work out. I am a teacher out here in Hawaii, um, and yeah, that's pretty much it. So how old is your baby now? She is closer to 11 months, but she's 10. Okay. She's going to be 11. Yeah, so Ella is going to be 10. Oh, there's oh, yeah. See, they're like a, like a month apart. Yeah, yeah. We're going through a great time right now where she's um, going through separation anxiety. Did your baby go through that? I feel like, okay, so not making this up, last night she woke up every three or four hours crying. And I don't know, I can't tell if it's teething or if it's separation anxiety, Mm -hmm. but she did stop crying when I went in there and put my hand on her back, you know, but yeah, there's definitely a phase that we're probably both experiencing right now. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it's always a guessing game. Like, do I take them to the doctor? Are they just teething? Is it this? Is it this? And you never know. And I feel like a crazy person when I call the pediatrician. <laughs> oh no, I do it all the time. Uh, and our her doctor has told me explicitly, which may have been his mistake. Um, contact me anytime. <laughs> call message. So I was like, okay. You've said so. Um, but I think that all first-time moms do, I think. You know, you just, just don't know. Right, exactly. So I just started getting into pulling affirmation cards at the beginning of the podcast. So the one for today is um, inspiration board. If I'm ever feeling bored or down, I spend time creating a vision board to place in my home. I fill it with quotes, pictures, desires that bring me inspiration and joy um do you have a vision board you know i as an educator i have had my students do it and you know like it is artsy and like you know it just cut stuff out but personally i have actually never done one and i don't know if it would actually be effective for me like i i i I, okay i take it back i put up like like gym wall, mm-hmm. but not a vision board with pictures and like a collage. Yeah, just maybe like a quote. I've done that, and I have found that to be kind of like just something to read and see in those hard, tough moments. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I yeah, I am more powered words than like visual for me. <laughs> so, How about you? Have you done that? I've made a vision board when I first started Beachbody, and I lost it. <laughs> I don't know where it is. 
Um, but I guess I have, like, I journal. So in one of my journals, it has, like, every month, right, like, where you'd like to be, like, what, like, where would you want to live? How would you live out your day? What would it look like? What would you do? And I do that all the time. So I guess in a way that's a vision board. I think so. Yeah, there's different forms, right? Yeah. Um, whatever works for you. Um, to be honest, I want to say, like, my Instagram account is sort of like that. Because I go on it at least once a day. And I'll put my thought, you know, or just, you know, what I'm going through. And that's kind of therapeutic for me. Um, so maybe that's like my vision board. <laughs> yeah, definitely. That works. Yeah. So let's start the Mama Would You Rathers. So would you rather the newborn phase or the current phase that you're in? Hands down, the current phase. Mm-hmm. I very quickly discovered I was not a newborn mom. I was not built for that life. But part of it is that you're just recovering yourself. So your priorities are just totally torn. You know, um, as you know, I I had a C-section. So, I mean, that's a whole different kind of recovery. Um, There's a lot I couldn't do and I had to keep track of. I mean, let's let's break this down. You have to keep track of the times of when to take your medication, your pain meds for your recovery Mm C-section. Then you have to keep track of what the baby eats and poops and diaper changes and sleep. Then you have to keep track of when you're going to pump. Mm-hmm. And then you have to calculate your own sleep. <laughs> and I, it's just too many numbers. That's honestly what broke me down in the newborn stage. There was just too many numbers and times to keep track of. Um, there are different challenges now. Mm-hmm. I'm not older, but uh, she's just so much more enjoyable. She has so much more personality. Um, she can play independently way better. Um, she's just more stable. You know, she's not so delicate. Um, and there's just less numbers to, keep, to have in my head at this point. I, and so what, what do you think? What would you think? I definitely did not like the newborn phase either. It was... <laughs> oh. And okay, like, no offense to any of these moms who are like, <laughs> I love newborn. Like, of course I love my newborn, but like, oh, totally, the struggle was so real. Yeah, going from, you know, pregnancy, you're... I mean, basically, at the end of mine, I just slept all the time. So you go from <laughs> sleeping all the time to, oh, now you've got a million things to do while you're recovering, and you're like, what? Yeah. And it never... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's quite the shot to the system, for sure. So, yeah, current stage for me. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah, the hardest thing, I think, right now is just sleeping and teeth, but it's still better sleep than newborn space so uh okay so would you rather a baby who sleeps through the night or fights naps oh you know i'm very much a morning person i'm not a night owl Mm -hmm. so i need my sleep Mm -hmm. uh not know how to function on like less than five hours um and i think I, i have dealt with you know the little one fighting naps um so, yeah, I think I, I don't think I trade anything for a full night's rest. <laughs> I know. Yeah, me too. <laughs> so, would you rather do a morning workout with the baby or evening workout without? Yeah, so 
it is tougher, of course, to work out when you're still trying to monitor your kid, the kids right near you. Mm -hmm. uh, but like I said, I am a morning person, so I have my most energy in the morning anyway. So even though it's a little different, I think I still pick morning to work out. Um, yeah, I'm just I'm just too tired by the end of the day, really. Um, and you know, sometimes it's fun. You know, I, I I I hold on to the fact that maybe her seeing me work out is good for her. You know, like it's just. Look at mommy. What is she doing? You know, and she's having fun. Yeah. Um, you know, a long term. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, I have three brain cells at the end of the day that work. Yeah. <laughs> so me doing anything is not going to happen. <laughs> so, yeah, definitely morning workout with the baby. I actually did a workout with her not too long ago, and she was trying to lift the weights up, and she was rolling them around, and I'm like, this is so sweet. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Yeah, no, I have, like, two-pound weights that she can handle. Mm -hmm. um, it wants to, like, touch them and stuff, but I'm always like, oh, don't drop it on your foot. Or maybe, you know, that's how you learn. Yeah. Uh, don't, don't pick up the weights and drop them. I did see baby weights on Amazon. I don't know. So. Did it be, like, four babies? Yeah. <gasps> I don't know how much they weigh, but, yeah. yeah. Probably oh. nothing, but if she's interested. Yeah. So... Do you have a colorful nursery or neutral colors? So I wouldn't say it's I wouldn't say it's like primary color colorful, but I would say it's more like pastel. Mm -hmm. And it's so funny because I literally just saw an article the other day that was like Montessori is not a color scheme kind of thing. Where like yeah, it, right? I mean, I'm sure you've seen it. It's everywhere. Having like the neutrals stuff. Mm -hmm. um, with, cute aesthetic but developmentally i i personally would rather have more color i guess because i think it's just better for the development um you know the world isn't neutral colored it's very colorful mm -hmm. um but i know for the gram and like you know for like the photos like i get it but mm -hmm. i i would hope there are other colors in the house you know <laughs> yeah um I left Ella's nursery the same color as it was before she was born because I thought she's a baby. Oh, she's not gonna know what color it I is. I wasn't touching that room. No. <laughs> yeah. So I didn't paint it, but um, I will eventually. But yeah, I did not know until after she was born that it should be super colorful and all that. So I'll get to it eventually. But yeah, she has all kinds of color toys and everything yeah. so I think it's just have to like because I mean that takes a lot of control and organization to have sort of like a color theme mm -hmm. to your kid's life and I feel like at some point things get so crazy that you're just like uh, forget it yeah like, family giving her stuff I, I'm not caring if it's in the color scheme just fine I'll take it you know oh, hand me down sure I don't care what color it is yeah right yeah it's a little bit more brain <laughs> yeah, when Ella was born, I was like, okay, I don't want everything pink. I want her to wear all different kinds of colors. And now I'm like, if you have pink clothes, I'll take them. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Period. Like, yeah. I did put um, my little girl in, like, sort of like a mauve, like, onesie the other day. And my mom was like, oh, she's wearing, like, a Kim Kardashian color. <laughs> like, it was, like, a foodish, like, mauve. And I was like, oh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> There is a look out there, uh, the neutral look. Yeah, there's a lot of baby colors that look like that now. 
Okay. She fake coughs now, so she's just. Oh, was that a cough? Or like I was gonna say, oh, was that a sneeze? Was that a sneeze? <laughs> no, it's her <laughs> coughing. <laughs> uh, things babies learn. It's so nuts. Yeah, yeah. I someone must cough that watches her. So the the main thing we want to talk about today is fitness before, during, and after pregnancy, because that's definitely. It changes so much. So before pregnancy for me, honestly, it was pretty easy. Um, once I got in a routine, I woke up right away. So I think I woke up at like 4.30 in the morning because I normally leave Ooh. work by 5.30. And I would get... Oh, early wake-up call. Yeah. So I would get up, take my Energize, put on my workout outfit, and got it done. Like... As much as I could. So, what was it like for you? Um, well, 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 I actually have a question for you. So, how long would you say you were, like, an avid exerciser pre-pregnancy? So, what got me into exercising really was, um, my dad passed away. And I really didn't know how to take care of myself. was pretty young. And my husband or my mother-in-law she introduced me to like going to the gym with her and stuff oh, well the yeah. next thing we went for, to the gym together for maybe about a year we did classes and then covid came and the gym shut down oh so we i signed up for beach body and then i started working out more regularly because i could do it at home and have to go to yeah. the gym so yeah. I would probably say four years, maybe. Yeah. yeah. And you know, that's so good that you found kind of like a coping, regulating activity for yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's something you could always lean on to get you through whatever else is going on in your life. Yeah. Right? Like whether it's a lot or stress. Um, that's kind of what it is for me. You need it for pre pregnancy. Like, of course, I had the beginnings of, oh, my God, I hate this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why am I yeah. I'm someone who was, like, the same size and me pretty much all the way up uh, high school, college, into my early 20s. Like, I had no issues. I didn't need to exercise. Uh, and then it kind of hit a point where, like, I was putting on weight. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, my God, uh, this, is, this is a signal of some kind. And, and, and so I was like, well, let me try, like, running. That was actually my first thing I ever did, and I discovered I don't like that. <laughs> and actually, my husband now, who was my friend back then, he introduced me to Beachbody. And my first program was Insanity with Sean T. He was like, yeah, just play this DVD and follow. Okay. And it was the hardest thing I've ever did. and and that was my starting point I was like why exercise not for me it's and so that's where I started but I kept with it and eventually I figured out it was something I had control over when life was crazy and nuts I had control over that and so I stuck with it it was like it turned into like my my therapy my release my stress reliever and so that was like 12 not 12 years ago that was in 2012 
is when I really started. Oh. And I work out every day. I became a beach body coach during the pandemic because mm-hmm. it was like, I do, I'm at home. Yeah. Why don't I try to coach? Um, and yeah, I would say it was, it was very routine. And I just, I, my number one obstacle was, am I a little tired today? Yeah. <laughs> right. Compared to that days yeah yeah (laughs) um what was um your exercise routine um when you were pregnant so as soon as we found out we were pregnant I did know I wanted to keep moving because I know there are a lot of benefits Mm -hmm. to you know being active during pregnancy and I've been working out for like years at that point so it's like you know it's, it's, it's basic is brushing my teeth every day I wasn't going to give it up um so luckily you know as you know um Beachbody does offer you know pre and postnatal mm-hmm. bar blend program right so it's targeted just for people who are in their pregnancy it's by trimester and I gotta say it was really good um did you did you do that program yes I did yeah yeah I remember so well <laughs> So, when I first became pregnant, I kind of knew I was pregnant, but they kept telling me that I wasn't because my huh? because my oh, H my HCG levels were really low. So, when they would do the test, they're like, well, oh. you don't have enough. So, oh, interesting. so, I got a rash on my hand and I kept feeling really nauseous and I'm like, mm. I'm either dying or I'm pregnant, but whatever. Yeah. They my body yeah. <laughs> yeah so I'm like whatever I'm gonna try MBFA <laughs> so oh my gosh. I went to do that and I got like 15 minutes in and I'm like I'm gonna hurl I'm like I have to be pregnant you know what so it's funny because I didn't know I was pregnant yet but you know what program I was doing I was doing 90 control freak oh like, man step and weights and the track system like it's like one of the most hardcore programs I've mm-hmm. ever done. Yeah. I was I was doing the beginnings, not knowing. But I mean at that point, you know, there's not much going on. So it's you know, but well, yeah, I and I was super sick my first trimester. Yeah, me too. How about you? Yeah. It's the worst. It's like you can't do anything. Like you think, Oh, I need to eat something or maybe it's I don't need to eat something or maybe you have to what's the thing that pissed me off the most was for some reason for me, water started to taste gross. I'm like, I live on water is everything to me. And I couldn't enjoy it for like months. I had hyperesis scavarium. So I was like constantly throwing up for 23 weeks, I think. So, yeah. Later. We're going through that. Holy yeah, people ask me all the time, they're like, why don't you want to have another kid? I'm like, because I don't ever want to go through that again. Like, I'm sorry, but... Um, but, any, but anyway... Um, what was I going to say? Luckily, I found... So, my doctor wasn't really... I don't want to make it sound bad. But she did not know very much about hyperesis. Okay. So I saw another doctor and she's like, okay, we can try this medicine called Bongesta. It's a new trial medicine. And I was already 20 weeks in. But I tried it and it started working for me. So. Oh, good. If I didn't have that, I don't know how long, longer I'd be puking like that. But I lived off of hot chocolate and waffles. (laughs) That sounds like a dream. <laughs> because that was the only thing that 
tastes good when it comes up. <laughs> oh my goodness, that is such a good point. It's kind of gross, but I get it. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so that first trimester, fitness-wise, like I had the mindset to do it, but it was so hard because I just felt so junky yeah. so much of the time. But I just kind of forced myself to try to do something. But it was really second semester that like, oh, yes, finally, I feel great. I have energy. Let's do this. Yeah. That's really when I was like almost every day, um, really learning my breathing techniques and like about my pelvic floor mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Um, so, yeah, there was a great middle section and then once third trimester hit like I made it to like maybe two or three weeks into the third trimester and I was like I gotta slow down I'm just yeah. too tired all the yeah so, my fitness, but it wasn't you know the usual yeah I thought so once I hit my second trimester I'm like okay I'm sick of not doing anything I'm gonna move my body even if I puke so <laughs> I um <laughs> I never threw up, like, in the middle of it, so that was good. Um, but, yeah, I think... <laughs> but, yeah, it's, yeah, second trimester is better. Third trimester, I think I walked because my feet swelled so bad. They look like Shrek feet. <laughs> so, I think that's what I ended on. And then, um, after my C-section, so I had one as well. Um, they told me to walk. So the nurse told me after, like, when you get home, walk as far as you can, even if it's, like, off your steps or, um, to the end of your driveway. Just keep walking extra steps every single day. And Mm -hmm. honestly, when, I really cherish those moments when I would put her in the stroller and I'd walk. And I didn't even feel, like, silly if I only walked to my neighbor's house and back. I'm like, this is really nice, and I got in a really good routine, and I I just love that. And, and I bet it, it was so good because, one, you were helping yourself. Two, baby was occupied. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it wasn't like, a, oh, they're fussing, or I have to feed them, or da-da-da. It was just kind of like a, we're both living it, doing it together, mm-hmm. and we're content. Even if it was for a couple minutes, because mm-hmm. I, I hear you, because um, I have two dogs at home, mm-hmm. and they walked, right? Yeah. Some outside. But that also forced me to get up uh, when recovering um, and take the baby out, too. I remember I refused to do it for a while, because I'm like, I can't do that. And then my husband was like, I think you can. And I kind of grumpily, like, despite him, like was like, well, watch how hard it is. <laughs> Put the shoulder out and the dog. Oh, it's so difficult, and uh, and I ended up doing it, and I was like, oh, okay, it's not that hard. Um, yeah. But do, would you, did you feel like the more you move, was your recovery better or faster? Because it kind of felt like as tough as it was, the movement really helped. Like, just so, getting up and being on my feet and being a little. I, I don't remember a ton of what was happening right away I do know I had to hold the pillow on my stomach when I would go get in bed I remember it was like hard to sit on the toilet um and I think that lasted two weeks if I recall I know the time I know (laughs) it's crazy because I know for a fact from the time I got home until my first doctor's appointment is what six weeks right yeah it's technically 
ex-appointment. But for the life of me, I don't feel like that time in between was six weeks. <laughs> yeah. I have no sense of during that time. Because, yeah, you're, everything's going nuts. You're barely sleeping. Yeah. <sighs> Who knows? I, I might as well have been six months. I, I don't know. <laughs> right. Um, but, yeah, well, now... Yeah. Right- Right. What would you say um, got you to try, let's say, like your actual, like, okay, I'm working out. Like, how did that go for you? Your first, like, okay, I'm working out now. Like, I'm not just moving. I'm not just. Okay, so I'm like pretty perfect. sure. So I have scoliosis, but I never, it's like in the very lower lumbar for me. And it doesn't doesn't normally bother me so I never got it fixed well I really noticed when I was recovering from my c-section and holding the baby and putting pressure down there it was really painful so when I would do um postnatal bar it would help actually relieve some of that pain that I had and I do give it a, a lot of credit for my recovery actually that's great yeah um i was gonna mention like even during pregnancy i did have like uh sciatic nerve pain but i on the days i didn't work out but the days i did work out i didn't quite have it uh it's almost like keep moving so avoid some pain later like Mm -hmm. it it, um but i and, and i don't know if you did this but i made kind of a promise to myself that once the baby came, I was going to take a whole year to even attempt to try to get back to the level I was pre-pregnancy, like fitness wise. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm not going to tell myself, oh, by, you know, the summer or by yeah. this, I'm just, you know what, this is take the entire year huh? and whatever pace that is, I don't care. Um, I just knew I didn't want to put that kind of pressure on myself because mm-hmm. I already knew those kind of pressures were going to come from other places, Yeah. Um, right? Whether it's family, society, Instagram, social media. Uh, I, I, I wanted to make myself a promise to put myself in a good headpiece about my own body. Like, don't put pressure on your body. It just made a baby. Let's just take a moment to celebrate and appreciate how crazy amazing that is. Like you made a human. What mm-hmm. more what more miraculous thing can your body achieve, right? Right? Who cares if you don't have a six pack or whatever fit that size anymore? You made a human. Right. Yeah. Um, I never really like told myself I needed to get back to how I was pre-pregnancy because I kind of already knew like there's no way I'm gonna probably look like that again if it is it's gonna be probably in like five years like yeah yeah and I don't know I guess I kind of I do remember what was it I think it was two months postpartum I think I did call my mom, and I'm like, Mom, when's your stomach supposed to shrink? (laughs) Yeah. Well, so much of your body changes. Like, not even just the shape, but, like, I mean, like, the hair loss, the hair growth. My skin is weird now. My feet are different. Yeah. Like, there's so many things beyond just aesthetics that I'm, like, getting used to. Um... I don't know if you experienced this, but for a little while, I did not understand if I was hungry or not. 
like my sense of hunger and when to eat got all messed up mm-hmm. because in the early days of newborn you just eat when you had when you could like right whether you were hungry yeah. or not you're just like well i don't know when the next time i want to get to eat because xyz and so i kind of lost the sensation of what feeling hungry was like yeah and that was really weird because that messed up like a whole bunch of stuff um so yeah things like that i don't know no one warned me about that <laughs> yeah definitely i I, my husband was home with me two weeks postpartum, so he was really good with reminding me, like, hey, it's lunch, it's dinner, whatever. I do know there are days maybe I was stressed out and I did, forgot to eat, maybe, yeah. um, or didn't eat enough. But, yeah, um, I think the craziest thing postpartum that I was not warned about, uh, I don't know if you had this, but my scalp itched, like, insane. I would go to bed and I could not sleep because my scalp itched so bad. And I read, I read something like, it your blood vessels are full or something in your scalp, and it can give you a sensation to itch. So yeah, <laughs> that sounds frustrating. I did not experience that, but I believe it. Like there's yeah. all kinds of bizarre things that like, oh, I guess this is a thing now for me. Cool, in momhood. Yeah, <laughs> I did get skin tags all over. That was one thing I hated. Like, they're all over my neck. Most of them fell off after I gave birth, which was weird. But, yeah, there's just weird things that happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but but the reward is always what pulls you through, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like, okay, I gave up my whole body and being in routine to make this human. Now they're here, and they just, you can't stop loving them. Yeah. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and actually, I don't know if I'm the only mom who's, who's done this that works out, but I find myself now when I'm doing a tough workout, in my brain, I'm always like, I can do this because guess what? It's not as tough as contractions. Mm-hmm. Like, feeling of those contractions are still so fresh for me, or I make it fresh that whatever physical thing I'm having to do now, whether it's a hold or a blank number of push-ups or a squat, I'm like, it's not. You can do this because it's not the same pain as contractions. <laughs> and I kind of use that as motivation. Now, did you? Um, so, was your C-section planned? It was not. It was completely an emergency kind of out of nowhere like we did not have it on our radar at all which kind of made it that much more difficult because my whole pregnancy was pretty smooth there was no reason for me to think oh i'm gonna end up having a c-section but what ended up happening was my contractions were really strong and apparently they think um whenever i had one it um kind of smooshed her umbilical cord a little bit and it, it caused her heart rate to go really low, like dangerously low. Oh. And I made it actually all the way to 10 centimeters. I was like, wow. right there, to push. But they're like, you know, because her heart rate has dipped so many times, we don't know if the actual labor is gonna like go well. So let's just with C-section. That and is so, so crazy. Like, uh, okay, if that's what you think. Like, yeah, so they gave me, I was induced. I was not having any um, contractions. Oh, so, how many weeks were you? 
I was exactly 40. I wanted her out of me because, yeah, everyone knows why. Anyway. <laughs> um, 40 weeks, that's it. Love it. <laughs> yeah, so they gave me Pitocin. Mm-hmm. And um, I think I only dilated to like three, and then Ella's heart rate started dropping too. Oh, and, mm. and they were like all freaking out, and I'm like half drugged up, like what's going on? <laughs> and oh, yeah. um, they're like, well, we can try um keep doing this, but her heart rate is dipping at times. Mm. Or do a C-section. I'm like, we'll just get her out. I'm not chancing her life. So. So, right now, I feel like working out is getting better as long as we both feel good enough. Um, We're in a pretty good flow right now. So, we eat in the morning. We get situated. And then I usually work out unless something happens, like, today. Um, (laughs) And... To be an outlet to self love, mm-hmm. you know, when you're a new mom, you sacrifice self, and just to have that little piece of the day for yourself that you know is for you, I think it just makes a huge difference. And even if you're new to fitness, that you know what, start somewhere because it's, yeah. it's going to make a difference. It, it makes me a better mom because my mind space is just clearer. Oh yeah, for sure, and. I'm more motivated to take care of myself after I work out because I'm like, I need water. I need a good meal now. I need all these things. If I don't work out, I'll just be in a trance, like a daze all day. And I'm like, oh, I didn't drink water at 10 p.m. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's, it's tough, but it, it's doable. I think it, whatever fits your lifestyle, I think there's yeah. a way to fit it in there somehow. Yeah, and even if it's like ten minutes of a workout or whatever when your baby's napping, I'm I'm sure. Okay. So we'll wrap up here by what advice would you give a first time mom? Oh my gosh. I, I think there are entire books dedicated to this. Um well, you know, every mom is different. So I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cater my advice to specifically, like, someone who was really into fitness pre-pregnancy. Like, you know, like someone who kind of had a similar story as ours. Mm-hmm. And it's that starting from scratch can be a good new chapter. Uh, I found that I thought I'd be kind of discouraged knowing where I was, you know, fitness-wise. And knowing I would have to be starting all again pretty much but I kind of enjoyed that journey even my strength over time and rediscover form rediscover pushing hard um yeah advice is don't be afraid to start from zero it's okay and enjoy that journey it's 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 kind of a nice nice learning one (laughs) I learned a lot from kind of starting all over again yeah definitely all right, it was so nice talking with you today. I'm glad you joined me in for this discussion. And um, where can they find you? I think, where can they find you on Instagram? Oh, yeah. Um, so my Instagram is livefitnfun, like the letter N. Um, I'm sure you can probably, like, type it up somewhere in your description or whatnot. Um, but I also want to thank you. Thank you so much. I mean, I, 
already you are a new mom. You were still recording your journey on Instagram, and then you started a podcast. Like that's amazing. Like Thank that's you. pretty inspirational to me. Um, so yeah, keep doing what you're doing, and I know there are a lot of people out there watching and learning and being inspired by you as well. So yes. yeah, here's to being a mom. Hard hard work, but worth it. Yeah, definitely. Okay, okay, right. Yes, and your Instagram is so positive and uplifting. I just love it. So, all right. Virtual high five. So please like, subscribe, review, and I will catch you next time. Bye. Bye.